ಶೃಣ್ವತಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪುಣ್ಯಶ್ರವಣಕೀರ್ತನಾ ಹೃದಯಂತಸ್ಸೋಯ್ಯಭದ್ರಾಣೀ ವಿಧುನೋತಿ ಸುಹೃತ್ಸಷ್ಟಪ್ರಾಯು ಅಭದ್ರೇಶು ನಿತ್ಯಗವತೀ ಉತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕೆ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈಷ್ಟಿಕೀ ಓಮಜ್ಞಾನತಿರಂಧಸ್ಯಾಜ್ಞಾನಾಂಜನಾಶಲಾಖೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುಣ್ಮಿಳಿತೀರಿಂಗಾಯಿರಿಂಗಾಯಿರಿಂಗಾಯಿರಿಂಗಾಯಿರಿಂಗಾಯಿರಿಂ
they are like two birds in same tree of the body same tree of considered a body but one one bird is like always they try to enjoy try to eat the fruits like fruitative activities but the other bird paramatma is only witnessing he 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 will not get any reactions but atma will get the reactions of the activities so what is what's the role of paramatma like you know he is witnessing he, but he is witnessing also he will approve alignment sanction he sanctions and witnesses witnesses okay is overseer and permitter oh, yeah overseer. and then what is other mere paas hai aur ek okay i can share with mataji okay i have the big one you can do my mind master you can this one it is big डायरेक्टर्डसोशनल so paramatma is there to um, he always gives direction even to enjoy that's what today's verse will discuss actually even to enjoy we cannot do on our own actually unless it's guided by paramatma so at the same time in even to come back to him we need guidance from paramatma so that's the dual kind of is neutral is neutral so as as we desire he's directing us that's the point actually and okay. he's always waiting that one day this mm. bird will turn to yeah him yeah is waiting yeah. yeah that's what we discussed last week right that he is so um compassionate so, uh, that he mm. he is accompanying us everywhere we go mm, like, yeah, yeah. even if like i think drunkard example yes. you gave right that my brother example like okay yeah you were saying that you were like you felt that okay i cannot live here but like parmatma is so compassionate that he is accompanying soul everywhere yeah yeah So text number thirty-two. Any more points? Lord Vasudeva is a Paramatma, expands in himself and in all our all living entities. Yes, but at the same time he appears as variety. You know, this is a very important point. Mm-hmm. Whole lecture Sri Papa dedicated. He was saying is one is one super soul expanding in everyone, in all the living entities. But he appears differently. You know why mm-hmm. he appears differently? Based mm-hmm. on our desires yes. and. So yeah, based on the body, so he gives example of the wood. Can you tell that example of the wood? There is small wood, big wood. And yeah. So so like fire yeah, is permeating the wood. Mm. But if you take a small log of wood, there is little fire. fire. But take a big log of wood, there is a long um, like you know lot of fire. Mm-hmm. So it appears that this fire of the small wood is different, smaller, and this is lo- larger. So even the Paramatma is same within all living entities. Somebody is angry and somebody is uh, you know happy. So he appears to be different. He appears to be manifesting different roles, but that's because of the body of the living entity and the desires of the living entity. He appears to be different. You see the point? Now mm. the analogy is very clear, right? Yeah. So that's a very, very, you know, very nice deep lecture Shri Prabhat gave, elaborating on just this one point that he's one, but at the same time, so many varieties are being manifested because of the bodies and because of the desires of the various living entities. And then he practical application for us. He was saying. that uh, a learned person vidya vinaya sampanne right he also has this vision he sees everybody as atma and they're manifesting according to their bodies he doesn't see them as 
okay this is bad this is good or you know differentiates like that on a bodily platform he sees them as soul and they are manifesting different qualities based on their desires so you know i i want to help them where they are at so any more points you remember 32 Yeah, there are so many analogies we discussed. Yeah, another one. Judge um, one. Yeah, yeah judge one. Yeah, magistrate. What yeah. is analogy of magistrate? That he's he's giving different uh, punishments to different people according to their like what, you know crime yeah. or whatever they mm. have done. So it's not that he's just sitting and he's like, okay, everybody, you get the same punishment. Mm-hmm. So he's not being partial. Partial. He's, he's neutral, just neutral actually. Yeah, he's just uh, you know delivering the reactions. Yeah. And their example, Prabhupada gives us butter is churned churned out of milk. Like that, from wood, fire can be manifested. So this point is talking about how can we perceive the super soul then? Like you know, he is saying Krishna is present in everybody's heart, but we don't see him. So how do we make him visible to us? Now how do we uh, let him manifest in front of us? Then he was saying like how by devotional service, like how by churning the butter you get the milk. Uh, churning the milk you get the butter. Similarly, from the wood you get the fire. so like that by devotional service the lord which is, who is inert within the heart can be active you know you can perceive him and then he was this is a very nice analogy shri prabhupad gives that spiritual master can kindle the fire spiritual fire from the wood like living entity mm-hmm. so again is analogizing you know, living entity is like a wood you know so dead dead matter yeah. but spiritual master can kindle the fire spiritual mm-hmm. fire through hearing the through the transcendental message through received through the receptive ears you see the analogy because he is telling that lord is is permeating as fire within the wood that's what verse is saying prabhupada is saying so we are also like wood like living entities who are like pretty much dead we are not active for devotional life but spiritual master he awakens us by transcendental message then the fire spiritual fire will kindle in the heart so we also feel like you know i want to serve i want to dedicate i want to surrender otherwise initially we don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. see that's see, so nice beautifully how proper related to the energy discussed in the purport okay that's i think uh, some of the points we discussed what is that sound mm-hmm. i think it's reading oh reading <laughs> okay sorry okay so then we'll go to today's uh, today last two verses of this chapter So we'll hopefully complete it. I think it's a very very short notes also. Prabhupada gave two lectures to this, so I collected some notes about this. So we'll discuss. Ashoguna mayer baver, Ashoguna mayer baver, Bhuta sukshmendri atma bi, Bhuta sukshmendri atma bi, Swanirmiteshu nirvisto, Swanirmiteshu nirvisto, Bhute bhuteshu tadgunan, Bhute bhuteshu tadgunan. The super soul enters into the bodies of the created beings who are influenced by the modes of material nature and causes them to enjoy the. effects of these modes by the subtle mind so here is telling more details about the action of the super soul so he enters into the bodies of the created beings but how are they situated they are influenced by the modes of material nature and what does the super soul do he causes them to enjoy the effects of these modes by the subtle mind that means he allows them to enjoy through their body and senses think you know that's what he is doing causes makes it you know look as if he's forcing or you know he is the one causing us to suffer right you know that's what uh, that's different that's what shri prabhupada will explain the purport 
Okay. So, so let's read the last few lines. The same points are there, but no, the Lord is Paramatma helps the living being. So whoever gets yeah. The Lord as Paramatma helps the living being to get material happiness because the living being is helpless in all respects in obtaining what he desires. He proposes and the Lord disposes. In another sense, the living beings are parts and parcels of the Lord. They are therefore one with the Lord. In the, in the Bhagavad Gita, the living beings in all varieties of bodies have been claimed by the Lord as his sons. The sufferings and enjoyments of the sons are indirectly the sufferings and enjoyments of the father. Still the father is not in any way affected directly by the suffering and enjoyment of the sons. He is so kind that he constantly remains with the living being as Paramatma and always tries to convert the living being toward the real happiness. Mm. Okay, so let's, I will go to the points uh, in the notes related to this particular section. After that, we will talk about Prabhupada's lectures. So, the point is the second point. The Lord as Paramatma helps the living being to get the material happiness. So, what the purpose is, even to enjoy, we need guidance. So, like let's say I want to drink, then Paramatma tells you, you know, go here, go there, whatever. Let's say you want to get educated. Like for example, I had an incident like this. So, I was very good in school, like uh, at least, you know, we generally, you know, wherever we school we go, we can top that, that area. But when you go a little higher, let's say, when you, when other people from other states meet, then you will feel you are not really a top performer, right? Because there are different, more, more intelligent people always. So, what happened uh, until, uh, so my dad used to always take pride in me and, uh, you know, first eldest daughter and he is, he is very much into, he is a professor, right? So, he always wanted his kids to be well, very well educated. So, he all he never, you know, uh, you know, taught me cooking and all, but he made sure I study well and all. I don't know if it's a mistake or no, but yeah. So, yeah, at least now we are learning. So, um, so then what happened? Um, so, in the school, he, they were expecting in the 10th class only, you know, the 10th grade only, they wanted a good... They were expecting good score, but I somehow I didn't perform well because usually in 10th grade they see the handwriting, right? Yeah. The it's essays, right? My handwriting was not that good. Good, so I didn't get good score. Then my dad was a little bit disappointed, but somehow I don't know. We went to some function after that, um, like you know, at home somebody's marriage was nearby our home. So suddenly I, I usually I don't like to go, but I went for maybe you know with my mom somehow I went there. I saw some uh, some uh, some mothers were discussing you know for my child I'm sending into residential college you know so that intermediate they can focus and study and there good chances to get a good grade good score in MSET you know MSET is a national level exam to enter into engineering colleges. So then somehow I heard that overheard that and I somehow I got, got this inspiration that I have to go. I don't know how it all happened. Then I just came and told my dad, okay, I also want to go. I only told actually. Then I said, oh, what is this? She's telling, okay, let's figure out. Oh, maybe she, no, she's sincere. She will study. She will not, she doesn't want to go just to have fun. So, okay, let me give it a try. And he, my dad was a little bit cautious because he has to pay, right, so many thousands. He was a little bit cautious. Anyway, somehow he prepared and sent me there. So, there, uh, so, there was a special host, like, you know, there are different rooms. Rooms, no, it's like different blocks, right, mm -hmm. of kids. And they organize kids based on, sometimes based on their intelligence and sometimes random, like that. Based on the city they come from, kind of like that sometimes. So, there is one cornermost block. 
it's all there is APRJC it's there I don't know how many of you this is like 10th level exam state level exam so top performers of that who came to this college are all resided in that block all top you know 1, 2, 10, 20 ranks are there girls all girls many of them are girls everybody is in that block everybody else is spread out everywhere else so somehow after some time I started noticing something special is there about these people you know they, they are just they go eat and come back and study something like that they are doing but everybody else is having fun and casual somehow I got this uh, I, I, I got this attention and with somebody I started talking you know just making friendship everything then I started asking them you know how do they study you know how it works out and everything then I thought you know okay I can implement myself whatever they have done they are doing and I can build friendship with them so slowly, slowly, I started changing my practices, making, becoming more serious. Three months later, my dad came. But I was like that only, you know. Uh, in a sense, sense, nothing so special about my education. But after some time, uh, after first year, uh, they were there was selection board. Like Narayana, we went to Narayana Residential College. So they wanted to select few key kids whom they can uh, give super training. So they can uh, get good rank in MSET. So they selected me among them, among all the APHC people, among other people, they selected me mm. also. So then my dad had hopes like, you know, okay, she's going to do something different. So this all happened and they were checking all the time and I was doing good. Now, actually, finally at the end of two years when we were doing exams, I was outperforming them, other people. They were good in handwriting. So it says they used to write well, intermediate, uh, even intermediate, they scored well. But MSET, I got better rank than all of them, like that. So I felt I had some inspiration to study or some inspiration to perform well and Krishna guided me all this thing, you know, somehow we meet people and somehow, you know, you get the training and somehow you go and get get the desires you want. You know, this all happens because of the direction of the Lord. So that's one point. Uh, <coughs> okay, so we come to the next point. All the living entities, we can read this, all the living entities. All the living entities from Brahma down to the insignificant ant are enjoying the material world according to the desires of the subtle mind and gross material body. The gross material body is based on the conditions of the subtle mind and the senses are created according to the desire of the living, living being. So this point we possess exactly the bodily features we desired. So point proper this saying is gross body is based on the conditions of subtle mind and the senses are created according to the desire of living being. So that means at the end of life based on the consciousness we have which is encapsulated in the subtle body which is mind, intelligence and false ego right that has imprint of all our desires. So the next body will be given according to the condition of the subtle mind exactly you know suiting the desires and the karma we need to undergo. And based on that, we will get the senses as well. So the Here it is not just desires, right? What we deserve also. Yes, yes, exactly. Because some we can desire Exactly, yes, yes, yes. That's why. That's why based on the karma and based on the desire, we will get appropriate body. And the other point which I heard somewhere, it's saying that right now for whatever bodies we have, these are exactly what we wanted. Somebody may not like, you know, I am so short. Somebody may feel, you know, I am so fat. Somebody may feel I am so thin, right? But this is exactly what we wanted actually. So nobody, it's not like somebody is giving us a, you know, curse. Okay, you become like this now. Is it it's that we wanted or we deserved? Both both both, both. 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 Yeah. We wanted and we deserved also. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know how deserved will come here. In the sense of... Um, yeah, because you might desire to be a millionaire, but you can 
deserve yeah so that's about the karma but i'm talking about the body like you know the body we get is exactly according to our desires body means the shape of the body not the, it's not like you know human body versus uh, snake versus animal. this i can't desire like you know i want to become a squirrel yeah i can't desire like i want to become a squirrel and if it's not in my karma i may not get it i'm not talking about that and within human beings let's say all of us are human beings we got this human body according to destiny but within that this particular features of our body like a nose or a eyes these are exactly according to our desires that's what i heard according to <laughs> according to our desires and of course because of the karma also because demigods have a very more beautiful body right because they have the pious credits why would anyone want to be less beautiful yeah that's what i also yeah yeah it's a desire and of course so they maybe they have some bad bad karma also and then how will we know that you know we want it as this kind of body only like how will we know but yeah. it's not that we are coming in this universe only is it yeah we we come from anywhere right or maybe because we know, we don't know what the beauty is to us at that time right <laughs> so maybe i'm just guessing so the thing is its reactions also its karma also but the karma is happening because of our desires and activities okay we can say activities also are involved right so karma we are getting because of the previous activities based on certain desires we do certain activities because of that we have to reap certain reactions so that's how karma comes back so ultimately it's the desire you know subtly but of course you know the karma role is also there where krishna will not let us go free just with our desires Okay. I'm still not clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on what you guys said. That's that I think it's a lot of sense. What we deserve yeah. and what we both. It's both in all cases. Yeah. But I was just emphasizing a particular aspect. You know, we cannot blame. What I meant to say is, we cannot blame God for giving a body like that. You know, we are responsible. That's yeah, part yeah. the point I was trying what to say. What we either we deserve or what we desire. Basically, it's based on your subtle body, and your subtle body is made of what your, your des- desire yes. and what you deserve both. right So I have that desire so it will be a mix both together become my karma hmm. and they will together determine that okay she wants to be the millionaire that means she wants to be rich hmm. so okay make give her 100000 or you know 500000 because she wanted to be rich right and give her some knowledge of computers but don't make her a millionaire that's how krishna will or okay. i will decide that makes sense mm-hmm. thanks for explaining Okay, this enjoyment is just in the this point. Shri Prabhupada is telling from his lecture. This enjoyment through this body and senses is just in the mind and his Maya, but the real enjoyment is beyond the senses. So whatever feeling we get in enjoying through our body and senses, he's saying is just in the mind. It's not real enjoyment. We can feel it through our senses. We can feel it. We cannot say you know the rasgulla is not sweet. We can feel it, but still. the way is saying it's not real is because it's not permanent, permanent. that's the point right mm-hmm. and um, even bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur makes this point always that it's this happiness in this world is like uh, happiness of licking on the bottle of the honey that's what you know it's it's not the real nectar of the honey 
so another example we discussed right about Indra Deva he was a hog hmm. like you know and um, um, Rama came saying you know your position is vacant you come take your place everybody is waiting for you to rule then he said no I am so happy with my hog children hog wife you know why are you calling me I am so happy so he is saying I am happy I am very happy so that's the point of a conditioning of our bodies that we feel wherever we are even if we are in such a low position like you know somebody drunkard next day in the morning sometimes people are in the gutters right they just lie down there and somebody says I'll lift you up he says no why man I'm so having fun here you know why are you lifting me so based on the consciousness we have we have that uh, awareness of what is our enjoyment so hog also feels I'm happy I'm enjoying so we also to a certain extent we feel we are happy I'm enjoying but a person in higher consciousness they can see actually they're suffering like you know for example we all feel to some extent we are happy and enjoying but let's say some Radhakrishna Prabhu or some Maharaj has come, right? They'll immediately say, no, <laughs> they'll be, shake us. No, why are you being complacent? Take up devotional service seriously. You know, what are you doing? You know, why don't you take up properly, right? So that's, you know, they are at a higher consciousness. They can see we are wasting time. You know, we should use more properly in devotional life. We are not doing it and things like that. Right? This elevation of consciousness makes a difference. So it's a from sensory, sensory, sensory platform, material platform to spiritual platform. And the next one, the living being in is helpless in all respects, even in obtaining what he desires. He proposes, the Lord disposes. So the thing is, living entity just has a desire, because of which he gets whatever, you know, according to karma he has to get. But because he has a desire, he is entitled for the reactions. The whole mechanism, we discussed one video also, right? We are what we desire. The whole sequence, the whole sequence, how it works is, living entity desires, super soul sanctions, according to the karma, and material nature executes. See, for example, something to happen. Like, okay, I desire that I want to lift my hand. That's a desire. But it all happens so automatically. Prabhupada says, I desire, I want to lift my hand. Super soul says, okay, does he have the karma? In the sense, that he doesn't have a paralysis in this life so that he cannot lift his body. He doesn't have, okay, then he can lift. There's no problem. I'll sanction. Then the material nature, which is made of body, you know, senses. These are all material nature, right? And the hand, the, all this earth, water, this is all material nature. Our body is made of. Then it will say, okay, act. Material nature will lift the hand. This is what it happens. But if there is any reaction that will come to the soul. soul. See, with, with the, if I desire like that to maybe, you know, poke somebody with the knife. knife okay. Super soul will say, okay, you don't have any, you know, negative karma or some karma which blocks you. Your, your free will can exercise in this way. Right? He will sanction. Neutral, because it's neutral. And then material nature will act, you will get the knife, you will take it, you will stab somebody. But then who is going to get the reaction? It's not the super soul. It's not the material nature. It's the living entity because he is desiring like that. So because we desire, we are entitled for the reactions. We cannot go hands free. It's all guided by super soul. It's all happening by material nature. So I am nothing, you know. It's, people apply this logic reverse. They say, I'm just desiring, you know. Everything is happening by Krishna. Because we, we want to give credit to Krishna, right? We explain. Actually, you are not the doer. Krishna is the doer. You worship Krishna. Then they go reverse and say, Oh, I am really not the doer. So, it's a material nature took my hand and it stabbed him. You know, like that. That's the thing. You know, we are entitled for, because of the desire, we are entitled for the reaction and we are accountable yeah. for our actions. And this account is kept expertly by the Lord. Hmm. We discussed last time, last expert accountant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So connected. So connected, okay. So the next point, but the Lord is not in any way affected directly by the suffering and enjoyment of the living entities. 
So now the question is we saw that based on the desires, sometimes living entity enjoys and sometimes suffers. Lord is also within the us in the same body, right? So is the Lord affected? No. He is never is neutral and is detached. That's the main point, you know. We were discussing same points we can apply in our parenting. No, we can help our kids give all the facilities, give the freedom, like how the super soul tries to fulfill the desires of a living entity, give the guidance, give the freedom, at the same time be detached. When the kid suffers because of their actions, you know, it's not that you drown with them, right? You know, of course, you know, we f the, there's some amount of detachment we can cultivate which help us, um, it can help us help them better. You know, this... Um, Actually, once I remember I was having one conversation with Rompan Maharaj about helping others and things like that and um, he was mentioning a point. He said there is a very deep principle called detached caring. He says, detached caring, that's what we need to do. When you want to help somebody, you know, spiritually or, you know, then if you want to help spiritually, then their material problems also they discuss. Then, you know, you need to help them there also. So, you need to do detached caring. Means you don't involved in their you know happiness distress like a neutral person based on shastra of course we empathize it's not like in we empathize it's not like i talk from you know some some 500 feet high level and uh, just talking about slokas and not relating to that person things like that but empathy is there but at the same time we don't get into that person's life one example uh, indrajim manach often gives is like Somebody is drowning, right? And somebody is a life, uh, what is that? Yes, no, that lifeguard. Somebody is a lifeguard and he has, uh, he has, he knows swimming, he has all the equipment to help that person. So there is a technique in which, there is a way in which you can help the person who is drowning. It seems you, you should not hold him from the front. You have to turn him reverse and hold him like back from there. Like, you know, like hold like this and go forward. Because he may drown you. Exactly. So he is in so much anxiety. When he sees somebody is coming, he will pull you down actually. Yeah. He has so much anxiety with all his force, he will try to pull you also into the water. Mm -hmm. Then you don't have the ability to save you and save that person. So you make him in such a way that he is he doesn't act out of panic and he will not drown you. So in so you make him a little bit... Um, you save yourself also. Yeah, you save yourself, you save him also. You make him a little bit, what to say... Um, Less aggressive. Less aggressive, yeah. He cannot act basically in that position uh, in a way harmful to himself, actually. No, so that's the point. What was the point we were trying to relate here is that, yeah, so when we are trying to help others, sometimes um, there is many incidents in Shastra also, right? Um, actually, I will not mention their names, but I will tell you the very striking incident happened in our society, which I got to know. Very popular personality, actually. So he's married. Uh, even actually he's married to our uh, god sister only actually. So he's married and a very very popular person. Both of them husband and wife devotees and but then because of the nature of their uh, you know their devotional services they stay they used to stay separately you know. Husband used to travel with Maharaj like that you know and the wife used to stay and once in a while once in a year come and meet and things like that. And in the travel what happened suddenly um, in the tour there is one lady who had trouble. And she basically, she had a broke up with somebody else or something like that. So, she wanted to share. So, she shared with this this problem. All her, her heart, this is what I feel, this is what happened, he left me, who is my shelter, what is this? 
and this person started hearing 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 developed lot of compassion for this lady and he ended up marrying this divorcing that other chaste lady and he wanted to marry this girl so everybody all the swamis and his own guru maharaj everybody told him it's not the right thing that girl is also very chaste and she is devoted everything how can you give up her for you know like this it's not at all appropriate but he couldn't um, you know he is a very exemplary person it's very stunning actually how people can do it but he couldn't con- uh, he couldn't um, change his mind so he, he went and married also and now is staying with that person and this person is alone left out now so the point i'm trying to this when you get into the person in their world when they're trying to share then you may lose yourself that's the point crush caring it's very you know important some more we should um, because slowly after some time when somebody hears you may have this experience when you hear somebody you know saying that problem after few hours you start thinking about the problem right you start thinking like kind of you get into their world little bit okay This is Maharaj always says that. Snake also. You go ahead, Madhuri. No, that's fine. Go ahead. This is a story about the snake also, right? You who had this habit of biting everyone who passed by. Narad Muni. So, yeah. Narad Muni. He is the disciple of Narad Muni. Yeah. yeah. Then he says he just show the fangs. He says not to do that. Huh. So then he stops biting people and anyone who would pass by. And then after some time uh, later, the saint comes and he sees the saint is uh, the snake is all. battered and in blood and he says what happened he said because everyone trampled on me so he said i didn't tell you to not save yourself you have to defend yourself and yes. not bite so you can show your so he said show your fangs don't bite them don't bite mm. and you can yeah, scare them yes defend yes yeah. it's not like you can on the process we discussed that in our okay you had something um yeah maharaj always says that uh, yeah you gave them the um, tools so that mm. they can solve the problem but you don't solve the problems for mm. them mm. very nice yeah. yeah especially we can apply in our homes with kids right mm. it's a yeah. very practical Mainly thing no, for kids, kids especially and if you don't have many people whom we are helping at least mm. we have our so called dependents whom we have to give all this um, you know help okay okay so the point and some verses related to this is that Yeah, that's all. The Lord is unaffected by the suffering um, or an enjoyments of the living entity, even though He is a Father. You know, he, because He is neutral and transcendental. So some verses related: "Aham bija pratapita Krishna says, 'I am the seed-giving Father.' And this papam na chayva sukrutam. This is specific verse where Krishna super soul says that um, Krishna himself says that as a super soul, I am not, uh, I am not involved in their uh, people's suffering and enjoy sinful reactions and actions. That's what He says in that verse." we can refer to that you know later okay he is so kind that he constantly remains with the living being as paramatma and always tries to convert the living being towards real real happiness so that's what i was discussing right that's the role of paramatma is just waiting for us to turn so that we can he can guide us for real, towards real, real happiness because he is also that's what we'll cover in the next verse you know why what does the lord do out of this feeling of um, sadness for us you know how to what extent lord goes we'll discuss that in the next verse so this last point it's a very um, very very uh, striking which i felt you know how stopad was talking from a very different point of view but relating to the verse so i was trying to tell i will, I will try to explain the connection between the points so from the lecture shri papad is saying as practicing devotees if we remain in kanishta prakrita bhakta stage 
we are also enjoying just the effects of the modes. We have to come at least to the Madhyama stage. So, how it is related is this um, translation, which is 33. Bhungte, uh, right? Bhungte Bhuteshu Tadgunan. Means we are enjoying just the effects of the modes. It's not real enjoyment, we are just enjoying effects of the modes. Right? Enjoying the effects of the, these modes, right? So, even as devotees, we are supposed to have transcendental happiness. Yes, because we are following the transcendental process, we are supposed to enjoy through our spiritual senses. You know, that comes at a very high level. No, but uh, but still, if we always remain in the Kanishta stage, Prakruta Bhakta stage, Prabhupada is saying, then we are also enjo we are on enjoying only effects of the modes. So, what are the more details we can exp we can understand from the points from the lecture which I have taken out? First of all, what are the characteristics of Prakruta Bhakta stage? You know, to find out you know where we are. First, we can read points one by one. Satisfied? He is satisfied? Satisfied only with the regulative principles of worshipping the deity in the temple and follows the regulative principles daily, but does not try to go beyond that. So, he is very much into uh, rules, like, you know, mm -hmm. but this stage is required, you know, to go beyond that stage. We cannot artificially give up all the rules and say, now I am in, you know, Rupanuga stage. We cannot go to that stage, but at the same time, while we are following this rules and regulation stage, we should go beyond it to come to this spontaneous or even to Madhyama stage. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we just see Kanishta stages, they just see the deity in the temple, but they don't even see the devotees. Mm -hmm. They don't see the Lord in the devotees also. They become offended to the devotees. So, that's very harmful. But they just see Lord is there in any form, they can recognize that. So, that's not good. In the next one, they can, in this Prakrita stage, actually they can Fonda. fall down very easily. Mm -hmm. So, this, from this he can even go lower and executes devotional service with some material purpose. So, yeah. so, we come with the particular motive, some, many of us, like you know, four types of devotees come, right? Artha, 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 Jagnyasu, no, what's this? Artha, 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 Jagnyasu and Jnani, these are the four kinds of people. We come for wealth or distressed or to know Curiosity. curious about the Lord or for knowledge. knowledge. Now, all of these we come. So, first three of them are with material motive. So, the point what happens is, you know, most of us come with distress. So, we come, we feel some solace in devotional life. We feel there is some relief and there is some happiness with devotees. They don't really, no outright they don't try to, you know, poke you or put you down, right? Materialistic people, they do it. We feel, okay, there is some, you know, say, sanity in this world. And we feel, okay, this fine, I want, want to stop here. I don't want to go beyond it. Okay, I'll keep chanting four rounds forever in my life and want to stay here. Stay here. Because my needs are met. My need is, I'm miserable, now I'm happy. That's fine. But we have to go beyond, because we came with a material motive, we just want to seek for the motive to be fulfilled. But after, if you are sincere, while during that process, even the motive goes away, we will have that ultimate objective that I want to love Krishna. Then that will be our goal now. Okay, irrespective of whether I am happy or distressed, I want to love Krishna. That's why I want to take up devotional life. So we have to come to that level, step up a little bit. Then we can stay. Otherwise, we can remain there and even fall down. Mm -hmm. So material motive, after it gets satisfied, we have to come to a very pure motive. But yeah, this is the stage is very, very initial stage, right? Yeah. We have devotees who are not even steady, who have just come for a month or so. so yes, very yes, very, very initial. Yes, very initial. Yeah. Can, uh, advancement is very slow, Shri Prabhupada is saying. Advancement is very slow. Um, but it's very hard to 
sometimes i feel it's very hard to discriminate that way right that okay because yes. it's just coming once or just not coming because i think it's the consciousness yes system. exactly yeah. yeah yeah because the external characteristics can be anything i mean yeah they should come and see that it is and all that but then consciousness is what matters yes but we cannot someone who has been coming for one year or six months you can see there's a difference right they are chanting so as soon as they take up chanting you know yeah i don't see any difference in myself so no so the point mata ji was trying to say is let's say somebody you saw them coming just now you cannot say one year later whether they are serious or no right because we are talking about the amount of time they spent in temple right you you because of the past you are telling okay this person has come for one year so i can say this person is little bit fixed up but let us somebody came today first time but they are maybe you know they are taking up from the previous life and they are so yeah, this thing within probably. one month they make rapid advancement right we cannot just shy them away saying okay this is a new of a dot like that she is telling because she is telling we cannot no, i mean for me it's difficult yeah the general points what you are saying is perfect but for me it's always difficult to you know figure out like i, I mean it's hard it's yeah. not that easy we don't need to go around so much figuring mm. out like we don't yeah, that's exactly. not our business yeah. so we have we have to do this healthy discrimination we used to think like that but actually we have to come to a stage where you can have exactly. discrimination yeah. because otherwise we will not be able to differentiate kanishtika madhyam <laughs> so that's so what i'm saying i don't see that difference <laughs> yeah. in myself yeah so yes exactly so one is like you know we don't need to too much bother about this that's good but at the same time mm-hmm. if we can be happy like that that's good but at the same time our acharyas himself as mataji is telling they recommend us to have this a very healthy discrimination we need to have mm-hmm. we need to have so we know from the knowledge of the shastras we can identify who is kanishta who is madhyama who is uttama why not to uh, what to say not to offend them so that we can regard them at the position they are at mm-hmm. so the kanishta kanishta and if we feel we are or rather if from the symptoms of the shastra we we are madhyama let's say then we can help them yeah. you know we can guide them to come to the next level and if we know somebody is madhyama and i, am, I feel you no know, or rather some some i we acharya our guru maharaj feels we are madhyama yes. then we can do service together mm. you know exchange about krishna together and talk about krishna be actually loving dealings and if somebody is uttama then we hear from them we serve them menially and we Uh, get their remnants things like that so we can act appropriate to their position that's how we need to know otherwise what happens a neophyte person will come and he will call uh, somebody uttama and say you know hey come here you no know, give me a glass of water so that mm-hmm. becomes offensive or somebody may say somebody new coming and maybe he know some shlokas then he'll say oh prabhu ji can you please help me in this situation like he cannot know you know whom to ask what then it becomes it's it spoils his own life little bit we need to know mm-hmm. but it's not like in a way we try to offend or things like that okay yeah. so the next one we have to properly saying we have to move from material platform to the nirguna nirguna platform how he is giving two points from his lecture he says we can read we have to associate we have to associate with the advanced devotees uttama adhikaris mm-hmm. we have to follow the regulative principles very strictly and sincerely then gradually we will be purified and come to the spiritual platform so the two points proper the saying is uh, advan- association with the advanced devotees that then automatically our we all, our level will increase in devotion and the same thing you know we wherever we are at we strictly and sincerely follow the ru- rules and regulations 
So gradually we get purified and come to this spiritual platform to do the same activities without any motive for the pleasure of the Lord. Okay, and the other point should purpose we have to come become transcendental to the modes of the material nature. By doing, by doing everything, everything only for, for Krishna's, Krishna's pleasure. pleasure. So rising above the modes, this one incident Shri Prabhupada is referring to. Like Arjuna was in material platform initially when he started. Mm. Like he is saying, oh I don't want to kill my grandfather, I don't want to kill my niece, whatever. All these excuses he gave. Because he is calculating from his bodily relationship point of view. Yeah. But Krishna says, Nishtrai guna bhava Arjuna. He says, rise beyond the three modes. Then how, what does it mean for Arjuna to become rise above the three modes? It means to do exactly what Krishna says. To do what for us? To do exactly what our spiritual master says, representative of Krishna. So if you do like that, then we will rise above the modes. We will not do any more. Like for example, spiritual master gives instruction. Okay, you you read every day, one hour, half an hour. But we let's say if you start calculating, oh, you know, I am not so knowledgeable. I am not so much familiar with reading books. I don't know much scripture you know oh like if we keep thinking like, like this and don't do it then we are in material platform we think about our, what we know and what our limitations are and what our conditions are and then we don't execute that duty but we we start executing it whatever it is okay i just open the book and at least read one phrase because i have been given this order if you start doing it then we are raising above all our limitations and our modes and how we are situated with respect to that See the point, right? Mm-hmm. So we that's so. That's why they say along with the instruction of spiritual master comes the ability to execute it. No, we we have that faith and we start little bit. Mm-hmm. Then Krishna will reveal gradually and give more and more faith in the instructions. Okay. So the, we'll go to the next verse. Uh, oh, battery is very low, and she's online. Mm-hmm. It's there on count. No, no, it's co- it's connected to the, it's connected there, plugged there. See, next to the oven. Connected, got it? Ah, okay. Yeah. So, we'll go to the next verse. It's I'll connect. Bhavayati esha satvena Bhavayati esha satvena Lokan vai loka bhavana Lokan vai loka bhavana Leelavataran Anurato Leelavataran Urato Devatiryan Naradishu Devatiryan Naradishu Thus the Lord of the Universes maintains all planets inhabited by demigods, men and lower animals. Assuming the roles of incarnations, he performs pastimes to reclaim those in the mode of pure goodness. So here we are talking about, you know, out of this feeling that my sons are suffering, my daughters are suffering, what does the Lord do? What does the Lord do? So he comes personally. That's what we entitled the story, right? Here, the notes, Lord comes personally. So he personally comes in various incarnations and performs pastimes so that he can claim all the people who are in the mode of goodness back home, back to God. That's what is compassion. So we'll, I think we'll read the points from the notes. It's the same as from the purport. Yes, I have a note saying that it's answer to the fourth question when Radha Krishna Prabhu. Oh. Um, no. No. 
it's all all questions we discussed in second chapter yeah the second chapter right yeah 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 so i didn't write it down here question 3 question 3 answer 3 yeah question 3 it says you know how the why does the lord appear uh, as son of uh, bala you know uh, as vasudeva and krishna performing as krishna and balarama performing past times human like past times we discussed right that question so then he comes to reclaim the people in the mode of goodness yeah good point okay let's read the notes lord vishnu lord vishnu inka incarnates himself in each and every one of the universes and in each and every type of living society and manifests his transcendental pastimes just to create the desire to go back to godhead hmm. so he comes this a point he comes in every universe once in a day of brahma right mm-hmm. the, not even once per universe like there are brahma lives for 100 years every day he comes in the universe wow it seems longer days long and seems like he comes after a long time right but imagine from bamma point of view every day lord comes it's so many times right <laughs> then um, that is the uh, swayam bhagwan krishna himself but uh, otherwise every yuga lord is coming right so often um and then other point is every type of society actually proper saying lecture in all types of in he incarnates in the among the fish society as matsyavatara right but among all types of societies which we are not aware of which incarnations we are not aware of also lord is coming it seems among plant society lord comes is telling among bees every every species you think of lord is incarnating in that species that's what proper is saying we are not aware of but he comes like a you know as a crow you know going everywhere trying to get all the crows back home imagine like that wow. <laughs> so much uh, so much loving right yeah compassion and loving so much is anxious for all of us yeah we'll read the points the lord does not change his original transcendental position but he appears to be differently <coughs> manifested according to the particular time circumstances and society yeah in the sense like you know the form he takes sometimes it's matsya sometimes kurma is based on the time place and circumstances but he always maintains his transcendental position it doesn't mean you know because he becomes a bore and lifts the earth and going doing the filthy thing of lifting from underneath he becomes dirty right he always remains transcendental lord the lord wants the suffering suffering living beings to go back home back to godhead the happiness which the living beings are hankering for is to be is not, is to, not be. to be found within any corner of the innumerable universes and material planets the eternal happiness which the living beings wants is obtainable only in the kingdom of the god but the forgetful living beings have no information of the kingdom of god hmm. god is more anxious to get us back to home back to godhead therefore he comes personally hmm. so this point proper is making very clear whatever happiness we are seeking it's never nowhere to be found if we can just somehow understand and digest this then we will stop all our you know efforts to enjoy in this world but the happiness which the soul is seeking is available only in the spiritual world so for that that's why god is lord is very anxious to give information of spiritual world to take us back so proper often refer uh, makes this phrase in all his lectures he says lord is more anxious than we are actually to go back to take us back 
Lord is more anxious than we are. Okay, do we all feel like that? No. No? You don't feel Lord is more anxious than we are to take us back? Not in my day to day life. <laughs> no, when I sit and think, yes, when you contemplate and you sit and you look at your life as a third person, yes, you do see the blessings and you see that there are so many opportunities that are given. But when you are consumed and not looking at it from a third person's perspective, you don't feel like that. You feel you are put in it because you know you want to be miserable and there are a lot of other thought comes. Oh, really? You don't, you don't get that. At least I don't feel like that. But as soon as I detach myself and look at my life from the third person's perspective, yes, I can see it. I'm, I'm given, consistently I've been given a lot of opportunities to go back to God. Mm. And I'm not utilizing exactly. what I've wasted or, you know, many other excuses. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, Lord is giving some, like, you know, what is the, Lord extends his hand for the living entities. This is a phrase, you know, it's given in Shastras. Lord extends his hand for the living entities to take them back home. What is this extension of the Lord's hand? Sending spiritual master. If he has spiritual master in our lives, means Lord has already recognized us. He's already recognized us and that is extension. He is extending his hand. Okay, come back, you know, hold on to me. Just, I will take you back. So the thing is, we are not holding on. So the point, you know, we are missing our part. Either, you know, sometimes we, do, we don't follow instructions properly. Sometimes we want to give priority to something else something else, something else that we don't that's why you know we are not as anxious as the Lord is for us to go back no it's so um, Madhuri I have a question I'm hmm? not able to understand this uh, clearly you said that um, we read that um, God incarnates in different societies like you know in animals and all so my understanding was that we are given human birth and in this birth mm. we get that enlightenment to go back mm. to God. So that means I get understanding and rationality in this birth. Yes. However, if I am a fish or oh, a right. tree, mm. then how do I get that um, that enlightenment? Mm. My life is not supposed to be yes. whatever I am doing, I need to go back to God. And mm. How do I get that connection? Yeah, that's true. Um, it's that's true that exit point from this material existence is the human body. Right. You cannot exit out unless you know Narada Muni goes by and you get some blessings like that. You know, some special mercy. And for example, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave Mahaprasadam to the dog and he got liberated. Only in some special cases, you can exit out from different bodies. But generally, the rule is only human existence is exit point out of this material existence. That's true. But in those species of life, the Lord is coming, my understanding is, Lord is coming to at least, because there are always different living entities. Right? It's not like all plants are same. Mm -hmm. Because the consciousness is still, there is variety in the consciousness. Right. So if somebody is more receptive for spiritual life, and if they get the message from the Lord, they have more potential to take a human birth next life. You see the point? Mm -hmm. Let's say there are two, three, four crows. Mm -hmm. We are just making up. But the Lord is as a crow is preaching some message. And some crows are attracted. Saying, you know, oh, you know, they have the desire. Oh, I want to hear more about the Lord. So they will be given chance next life to take a human birth where they can hear more about the Lord. So they get a progress further. Otherwise, in all the species, you have to take evolutionary just progress. Wait, you have to wait for, you know, after this body, you get this body, after this body. They are just burning mm -hmm. their karma. But here you may jump out and directly take to human birth or you know wherever which is more easy for you to make progress. That's what I am thinking. Okay. 
And in 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 Bhagavatam, it is said like um, Krish, uh, Lord comes as Swan, right? Yes. Yeah. Swan and he tells. Yeah. Hamsaavta. Hamsaavta. Yeah. Or even we have so many incidents. Sometimes Bhagavata, Bhagavata Sapta will be going on, and some cow comes and every day he sits, right? Some incidents we hear, right? Every day same time cow comes and he goes back. You know, we see some examples like that. So they have that tendency from earlier life, and somehow they are in this karma. But you know, next life we can imagine easily that they will get a more easy body, which can they can exercise devotional service. So in that body they may not be able to do, but they will get a next chance. Okay. So then, um, yeah. So the point I was telling that Lord's extension is the spiritual master. So if we have spiritual master in our life, then Lord has done his part now. Now we have to see, you know, when we feel like that, you know, we are distressed, we are miserable, we are put into the situation, and we don't see the Lord's presence. We have to see, you know, where I can fix myself. Why I am not able to see the Lord's presence? Why I am not able to? No, maybe we are not reciprocating enough. That Lord is saying, you know, I have done my part. Because love is about reciprocation, right? Lord, no, you cannot keep giving, giving, right? And see that that person is just shying away and going and doing something else, right? Then we are ignoring the Lord. Lord feels offense, offended, right? So even though he's a loving father, even father also doesn't do, right? If we we keep giving five things and the child just takes it and throws it all the time. No, father will say, "Okay, I want him to realize the value. Then I will give it." So the Lord also, you know, after giving so many gifts, if he feels that we are not utilizing properly, he says, "Okay, I want to wait for the time where this guy or this girl will turn to me in more in, uh, anxiety or more earnestness. Then I am going to show my, you know, show myself to him." Right? So that's what. Again, he, he now we have to wait until material nature will create a situation where it's unhandleable for us. Where we again cry out, then again feel the presence of the Lord. We can wait until like that, like we have to do like that, or if we can earnestly do it ourselves, then we don't need to go through such situations. Okay, the Lord reminds people that the real business is to conquer or over the reputation of birth and death. Punar Janma Jaya. Jaya, yeah, real advancement. This is a very nice incident. Now, luckily, I found out the reference which Shrila Prabhupada quotes. So often I hear from Indrajit Maharaj lectures, so I didn't know where it was from. So uh, Vishwamitra Muni he comes to Dasharath Maharaj to take Rama and Lakshmana to kill the demons, right? The, mm. What uh, demons? I don't know the names. Tataka. Subahu. So then when he comes, actually Dasharath Maharaj immediately gets up because his sadhu is coming and he greets him and he makes him sit, gives a seat, everything, and he asks him a very nice phrase, Sanskrit phrase. I don't know. Uh, no, it's there in the story. Uh, he says, "Punar Janma Jayaya." Now, how is your conquering of cycle of birth and death going on? That's a yeah. I found it. We are once time we were searching, yeah. right? Yeah. So he was asking him, "How is your endeavor to conquer the cycle of birth and death going on?" That's a question he asked. Imagine. Yeah. Yes. Dashrath Maharaj is asking Vishwamitra Muni, "Sadhu, this is your business. Your business is to your whole purpose of life is to conquer the cycle of birth and death." How are you progressing in that journey? He's asking. Proper is saying in the lecture. Let's say if I'm a businessman, if a businessman meets me, he will ask, "Oh, Sadhu, oh, sorry, uh, oh, uh, sir, how is your business going on? You know, is it flourishing? Now, are you making enough money?" So like that. His business is always about absorbed in the Lord and making progress. So he's asking that appropriate question. So this question was asked by Dashrath. Yeah. I thought it was Vishwamitra. Yeah, that's what we were searching. Right? No, no, it's Dashrath Maharaj Shas Vishwamitra. I also always remembered like that. 
So when I heard from Maharaj like this, I was doubtful. You know, maybe I thought something was wrong. But uh, in the purport proper lecture exactly says like that. Which, which this, this... Uh, yeah, real advancement. Real advancement, oh, you can read that. Okay. Um, so Dashrat Muni, because Vishwamitra Muni is saint, he's doing that journey. Mm -hmm. He's asking. Now he was saying that is real advancement, not about advancement of technology, all those things. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, people are... Busy exploiting the resources of material nature. The knowledge of the real purpose of life is lost. Mm -hmm. Krishna is always joyful. Being part and parcel of Krishna, we are also meant to be always joyful. But we are facing so many problems in life due to this body. So Krishna we are facing, <laughs> we are feeling, we are facing problem because of this body. So somehow we should, if we want to really solve the problem, we should get out of this body. That, that's the only you know solution. Otherwise, we are just you know makeshift solutions. Instead of this body, I'll take some other body. You know, okay, woman body is a problem. Because I have to bear a child, I have to nourish the child. Okay, let me get a man body. <laughs> Same thing continues. So, this very nice... So, uh, says, right, that first class cell or third class cell, it's still a prison. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a very nice uh, incident, uh, story she'll properly narrating here. He was saying, Krishna is always joyful. Even when he's killing demons, he's half <laughs> laughing and doing killing his job. It's not like he's sorrow, miserable, right? He's saying when he's killing uh, Arishtashura, he's like a toy, he's playing like a toy. Mm -hmm. So he's so joyful and being part and parcel of him, we are also very joyful. Anandamaya Abhyasat. But why then we are suffering? Because we are in this encased in this body and we are identifying with this body. So we have to get out of this. The next one, the Lord. The Lord comes to propagate the message of the kingdom of God either personally as an incarnation or through his bona fide representative as the good uh, good son of God. Mm. There are innumerable? There are innumerable incarnations just like waves of a river. The propaganda for going back to Godhead is not only made within the human society mm. but in all types of societies. Amongst demigods and those other than human beings. Yeah, it's made very clear here. It's yeah, in lecture also I heard it so many like very clearly. So he comes not only he comes personally as incarnation, he also senses represent like you know Jesus Christ or sadhus and saints who come to you know proclaim the message of the Lord or rather you know propagate the message of the Lord. So next point to acts. This point is from the note lecture. Prabhupada says emphasizes so much about you know. Incarnations are coming. Now we know from the Shastras. So then the question is, how do we recognize an incarnation? How do we accept an incarnation? So what, what are the rules about it? To accept the incarnations, we have to follow the directions of the Shastra. Otherwise, we will be misled. Mm -hmm. If we are fortunate enough, we can see and accept the incarnation. Yeah, so the thing is, from the Shastras, even if we read, if we are not fortunate enough and pure enough, we may not be able to accept it. So that's why Prabhupada is saying Sevan Muhoi Mukke Jhvado. Like one has to Svayam Eva Spurati Ho. Iha Yasya Hare. That's the verse or what is the verse? What's the first two lines? Namadi Sevan Nabavet. Yeah, so the Lord is personally revealed himself to the person who starts his devotional activities starting with the tongue. Tasting the holy name and taste, tasting the prasadam and chanting the holy name. So the devotional uh, services start with the tongue. That's what the verse is saying. By service, jihwa. 
by service starting with the tongue when we do then krishna reveals himself that's a verse is saying people who are people who are unfortunate naradamas naradamas will go on researching for god or inventing their own gods so the opposite to that if you are fortunate we can see and accept otherwise we keep researching where is god where is god or we say whenever we invent our own god like so say i am god you are god so this uh, proper says actually if somebody doesn't accept god, god or krishna he said you know it's very simple i can just say is one of the four naradamas right mm-hmm. krishna says four naradamas right namam drishkitno muda prapadyante naradama maya bahartha gnana asuram bhavam ashrita the four types of people who do not surrender to krishna um what is this muda foolish ghastly foolish people namam drishkitno muda prapadyante naradama lowest among mankind maya pahartha gnana intelligent people whose knowledge is stolen by illusion and grossly atheistic people asuram bhavam ashrita these are four kinds of people so if we find anybody actually who were not surrendering you can easily say these are one of these people well, krishna himself says like then next point there are so many evidences there are so many evidences in shastra to state lord chaitanya as incarnation of krishna but people who are blind do not accept it mm. so even chaitanya charitamrita in so many places it's given very clearly it's not like we make it up just because you know it's very clearly given not many people are familiar that's a different issue but people who know also even in vrindavan like that there are many people sampradayas they don't accept lord chaitanya So he proper said, you know, they are offenders. But is it also given in Bhagavatam that Lord Chaitanya is incarnation? There is one verse. Uh, I don't know if it's in Bhagavatam. Yeah. Krishna's. Sampradayas they accept Bhagavatam, mm. but they don't accept Chaitanya Chaitanya. But if they accept Bhagavatam, yeah, I think it's last words, right? Who will come uh, and gl- he will sing the glories of the uh, Lord yeah, and he will have form. a yeah, he has golden form. Yeah, he comes great. as a devotee it's written i mean at least i yeah. heard from sangopam astra shars yeah i think we can i think last but one verse something like that towards the end yeah. because immediately that leads to chaitanya charitamrita that's what you know but, but it's hidden incarnation so, so it's yeah. yeah. ಭಾಗವತಂ Okay, Brahmasana. No one should then... No one should... Cl- no one should claim themselves to be an incarnation. That's another point. Because we talked about Abu, Vibhu and Anu, right? So we cannot say we are incarnation. So then the example of... Even Lord Chaitanya Prabhu, Mahaprabhu, even though he is Krishna himself, he came in the role of a devotee. So when some devotees were knew that he was... you were they were trying to hint as if he is god immediately used to close his ears and run away that's a vishnu vishnu is run away so that's even lord establishes that example when he comes himself because nobody can arbitrarily can be elevated to the lord's platform and you no know, be glorified as lord so that's this chapter we can read the last three lines that's in the here bhakti vedanta purports of the first canto second chapter of shrimad bhagavatam entitled divinity and divinity yeah it's a very it's 
it's all about devotional service this whole chapter divinity and divine service so we completed this chapter so then okay we'll stop here then any questions or comments jai shri prabhupad ki jai